wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. We're going to have a fun show today. I've got Jackie Bellog here today, who's been with me various times and is one of my trainers for Simpson Protocol. And we have Gina uh, Stroh with us also. So I'm going to ask both of them to give you a little bio. So Gina, can you start, please? Sure. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Gina Stroll. Um, I am a medium and an intuitive healer. Um, I've met Jackie before and worked a little bit with Inez, but um, we worked together during healing and those kind of things. So um, I've been doing intuitive healings and uh, mediumship readings for about 15 well, I've been doing the intuitive healing for about 15 years now, mediumship for just a few um, professionally. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I have lots of dogs and I've been married and <laughs> kids. I have four kids. So uh, we, had to, we had to kick the dogs out today. So no dogs were allowed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jackie, you want to tell us too, please? Hi, good morning, Inez. Good morning, Gina. Uh, thank you again for having me on your show. I always enjoy coming and having a conversation with you. My name is Jackie Bellog. I live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I am uh, one of Inez's trainers and um, Canada's only uh, certified um, practitioner with the Simpson Protocol. Um, I work with uh, pretty much everything and anything that comes across my doorstep. Uh, my passion lies in working with releasing trauma and reconnection to self. So that's kind of um, where I go when I'm working with people because every problem we've ever had kind of always leads back to some sort of trauma, whether it's very mm -hmm. tiny or whether that's monumental. And that's where I love to go. I love to work with that. So that's who I am. Okay. So um, what I was going to say was that I'd also sort of like a little bio on how you guys got together. We, we actually met on Facebook. Gina found me on Facebook one day and sent me this little message. And I, all it said was, I think you're somebody that I need to know. And so I <laughs> became friends with her. And that's about two and a half, almost three years ago now. And um, we have done some really crazy things together. And we've done a lot of work together. Um, so that's how we met. Um, never met in person, but we're probably the best friends on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays being in person is not what it's, you know, meant to no. be. So <laughs> no, no, that's right. As I say, I wouldn't say we're best Facebook friends. I would say we were just, um, best virtual friends of all times. Like we've spent a lot of time. We chat back and forth just about every day. So. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. So and you've also put something together that you do together. And I'd like to know about that a little bit. So whoever <laughs> decides to go first on that, go. Uh, I'll go ahead and tell her. Oh, I was going to say, I'll go. We, Jackie and I decided to start, we wanted to do something together. So we do um, what's called coffee time. And um, we get together, usually on Tuesdays. We've kind of changed up our schedule a little bit and have been doing things differently. But we have a page, Finding Your Own Truth. And this is a page that we both collaborate together for healing um, together on this page. And then we also do a finding your own truth. And we talk about basically anything and everything that has to do with finding your higher self, 
training those parts of us, um, dealing with your ego, like anything you want to deal with on there, we deal with it. So we're not afraid to tackle <laughs> anything. <laughs> no, exactly. So then when pandemic kind of hit, um, Gina messaged me one day a few weeks ago and, and she was struggling. And um, what ended up happening was this beautiful union, again, of Gina and I working together. Um, and what we created was called the um, Intensive Five-Day Mind Spa Experience. So Gina, was, um, Gina was, the, was the person who was looking for healing, and I was the person who was facilitating. But between the two of us, we managed to come up with these different ways of going in uh, into hypnosis and really digging. So we spent five days of sort of building one day onto the next, onto the next, but also going back over those five days, kind of like the, you know, like an eternity ring and just um, working on and releasing strings and bringing in more healing. And of course, Gina is very intuitive. So there was a lot of work that was done in the higher mind, but also um, from that other side of the mind where Gina and I often go to work when we're together. So um, five day mind spa has been just fantastic. And, um, from what Gina has told me about her own results, um, I think that we're going to be able to really marry, um, what I do with, with, with what I work with and what Gina works with so that we can provide that as a service, uh, for clients everywhere. So they can get a hold of either one of you and the information's on the show page, but we'll also maybe later on, we'll give out that information near the end. So people don't forget it. Okay. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> yeah. So that's really interesting to me because I think any times that there's um, that kind of partnership, things grow much bigger than when you do it by yourself. I really think that because the energy is doubled or whatever, and they're also the knowledges. So uh, maybe there's a little bit of explaining to do to people who don't know uh, what intuitive healing means. <laughs> and Gina, I think he, that's one for you, I think. <laughs> well, I... Um... Intuitive healing to me is really, I, I meet with clients on a regular basis and I'm able to sit with them and they'll tell me I'm struggling with, you know, whatever relationships, whatever. And I'm able to see and go exactly right back to where this all started for them and to help them heal that area. Cause I don't really want to heal today. If I heal back to wherever this began for them. And I do that healing by sending dedicated energy to that um, specific thing that happened to them. However, many years ago, this lifetime, whenever it was past lifetimes, whatever it is for them. And then we do the healing up until today where they're studying in the chair with me and through that, um, they are able to move on. And, and they don't really even have to do anything. They get to sit there. They just listen to me talk. We just interact with each other. We talk about, you know, things that have went on in their life and, and how it's made them feel and, their, and the belief systems that they gathered from that. And um, I, I love it when they stand up out of my chair and walk out of here because they feel like they've, they look differently. They hold themselves differently. And I know Jackie and I have talked that about that before in any of the healing that we do, you know, watching people rise up, so to speak, and step into something new for them. So um, 
to me, that's what intuitive healing is. Um, I've been able to see that for as long as I can remember. I didn't always understand it. Now I know what it is. Um, and I'm just able to put words to feelings that they're having that they didn't understand. And then I'll offer healing. So very Okay, that's really a good explanation. Um, Jackie, you got anything to add? Because, I mean, we all work on some intuitive level mm -hmm. and we all have a different way of doing that and perceiving it. Uh, sounds like Gina's clairvoyance from the way she was talking. <laughs> right? Well, Gina reaches, Gina reaches out to universal energy and brings it into herself. And, um, and, and she does healing in, in a much similar way that I do. Um, I choose to use hypnosis kind of as a tool to get people to understand that willpower alone isn't going to fix the problem. Willpower has never fixed the problem. So how are we going to get the get to the root of it without you know with, with willpower? Because it's not going to happen. So when I work with hypnosis and I work with healing, um, and when I work with Gina in particular. Um, we can bypass all the voices in our head that are saying this isn't safe, we can't do this, and just trust and just choose to get curious about what it is. Because a lot of people come for healing, and Gina can attest to this as well, they come for healing, but they don't really know what the root of it is. They have a, have a part of it, maybe a seed of it, but a lot of people don't realize that one one thing leads to another, which leads to another, which leads to another over lifetimes. So this isn't just in this lifetime. So if there's things that we haven't dealt with over past lifetimes, interdimensional lifetimes, and I'm, I'm getting a little far-fetched here, but I'll bring it back in, is that all of these things just keep building and building and building, and they turn into a hurricane. <laughs> That's what happens. There's a trigger yeah. that goes off, and we need to fix it. So we all do very similar stuff in different ways and slightly different or some very much the same. And it works very well. Now, uh, the five day thing is intriguing to me because uh, so it's is it just a sort of a session each time or for the five yes. times? Yeah, it's a, it's a regular hypnosis session. And there's a lot of um, we bring in a lot of extra energy. Um, and a lot of extra intuitive um, to bring in more healing, bring in more knowledge, bring in more confidence, bring in whatever universal frequency that needs to come into that session in order to get those bigger releases. So when we work with hypnosis, over time, we get those, those big releases. This mm. is five days of intense building yeah. and building and building. And there's so much coming up every day. I don't know uh, if you guys noticed, but I've noticed it. Um, do you notice that now that you're just only working online at the moment, is that it, it seems to owe a much more, they've given more of a leap of faith in some ways and clients are a little bit more on board. You I know, see that all the time. That? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that's kind of cool. And I think it's an interesting part for people to know doesn't matter if you're in the same room, doesn't matter anything, doesn't matter if you're a million miles away, distance is not an issue. <laughs> it's certainly, I mean, it's very hard for people to get the concept, you know, that. It's better to have people, I think, 
in their homes, in their comfort zones, in where their smells are familiar, where their things around them are familiar, where they know that they can just sit up out of their chair and walk away when any any time they want to into the safety and security of their home surroundings. Yeah, if they didn't like us, they could just shut us off. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had that happen yet, but you never know. (laughs) But it's true that I think the online thing has opened up another facet of healing for us that we really maybe didn't use as much as we could have in the past. So, and, and technology has had to keep up with it. You know, I mean, you know that now with everybody using, sometimes the technology is a little slow at times, but you know, I still think it's, it's an incredible venue and then you can open up the world and think about that. How many more people we can reach? I think that's really the best thing. So what I'd like to know from you now, besides this five-day thing, what is sort of the most, Gina, what is your most important thing? You know, I mean, for me, it's sort of like Simpson Protocol spreading it around the world, you know, just getting everybody doing healing that isn't necessarily as intuitive as you guys. I don't know, Inez. I think you're pretty intuitive, too. Um, I think we all have to be intuitive to do this work. You know, some of the we just tap in a little deeper. And I, um, for me, that intuitive part is very important in what I do because I need to be tapped in, turned on to what they need, what mm-hmm. their needs are. So um, what would be the most important thing? Do you mean like in healing or is that would Either like, one. Uh, what's for you, what is the most important thing? For me, like- the most important thing well, I think for me, seeing the results, giving them the results that they're looking for, um, helping them find yeah. their path, giving them opportunities to step forward. And when I say them, I'm talking about our clients or people that we work with yeah. so that they have that opportunity to step out there and find and, and maybe even learn to tap into their own intuitive a little bit more, a little bit more understanding of themselves, a little bit more compassion for themselves through this whole process. So you've been doing the intuitive healing for about uh, 15 years or so in the mediumship. Uh, I got the thing saying, you know, uh, doing it professionally, the mediumship mm-hmm. has been shorter, but you've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. And so can you sort of, I got you to in- include um the explanation of what intuitive healing means to you. And so just uh, people have many different ideas, uh, sometimes erroneous ideas of what a mediumship is. Can you give them what you would call that? What it is? Sure. Um, I look at mediumship to me as I, I consider myself an evidential medium. And that means that I bring forth evidence from the spirit world to let them know that their loved ones are still with them. I, I like giving them them evidence so that it doesn't look like I'm just talking out of my butt here. <laughs> say that on, um, you know, because I really want that part to be seen so that they know that they are with their grandma or their grandpa or whoever we are connecting with. The mediumship for me is bringing healing messages from the spirit world after I've delivered the evidence to them so that they know who we are with. And um, that in mediumship to me is one of the most important parts. I have noticed lately um, things are changing for me and my mediumship is um, is rolling over into the intuitive healing and it's all just kind of meshing together. And it's been yeah. really cool to watch that happen. Yeah. So um, lately I don't even, um, 
I don't say we're going to do a mediumship reading or we're going to do a healing reading. You just come to me and you get what you get because yeah. that's what this is all about. That sounds well to me. Uh, so we got a couple minutes left, Jackie. Can you do the same sort of explanation for what you do and, and what's most important to you? Um, I think what's most important to me about what I do is that um, the way that I do it, my judgment is taken out of the equation. Um, and I'm able to connect to the energies of my clients and the questions just come. So I'm just as curious to see where the outcome, where, the, where, the, where we're going with it. I'm just as curious for their outcome as, as they are. Um, now, having said that, I also want my clients to have the best outcome they can have. And sometimes people come to me and they don't maybe necessarily get what they wanted, but they get what they needed, but they're still happy with it. And that's okay with me. Then my job is done here. Yeah. Sometimes their inner mind knows more than their conscious mind of what it would be the best yeah, possible absolutely. outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what's most important to me is is obviously putting my client in the driver's seat, giving them back that that choice to take control of those things that they're able to control in their lives, and that's what's that's what's most important to me. Well, I I think that's a, a summation probably of most of us that work in any hypnosis field, any healing field, any uh, even Reiki. It doesn't matter what it would be. We're all always there for the client's benefit. We're not just, you know, it doesn't work real well um, to be only after money in a job sense. You know, it has to be for us, it has to be the whole thing. And for us, that makes it much better and it makes a better outcome for the client. It's break time again. Okay, we'll see you on the other side. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and at Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, everybody, and we'll join Jackie and Gina. And I thought I'd just ask them to go a little more in depth now. And we're talking about all kinds of things like the ego and the inner child and, the, you know, the reasons about all these other things. So I'm just going to hand it over maybe to Jackie first and, and delve into the part that you want to delve into, and then I'll get Gina to do the same. <laughs> all right, great. Um, so when I'm working with a client, uh, one of the first things that I do when, uh, when they get into hypnosis is I ask if I can have my energies, my guidance team connected to them so that I can support them in any way that, in the best way that I can. I've never gotten a no, which is awesome. Um, and that allows me some more insight. So that allows me to kind of use the other side of my brain to kind of get out into universal energy and really figure out where I need to go with this session and what questions I need to ask. And what's really coming up a lot lately is wounded inner child um, and ego. So wounded inner child and ego, if you think about the voice inside your head, when you really listen to that voice, it sounds like a petulant child, a spoiled child that's just having a bit of a temper tantrum most of the time. Um, and so in doing this work and in working with superconscious mind, so that higher mind that is us, the, 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 the inner child and the ego are one and the same. And so when the inner child is happy, then the ego is happy as well. Um, and what I have been finding even more so lately is that when I'm working with clients, before I can even start doing the work, I need to get buy-in from the ego every time. So I actually have to do a little bit of ego work now, which is which is cool because it's sort of evolving again. Um, and I once I put the spotlight on the ego and I ask it what it needs and I give it what it needs and the inner child is kind of brought to a more whole position and everything is then placed in the heart. And, um, I'm finding that people are a lot more, um, they're a lot more, more in trust with themselves because that's the that's a part of them everybody's heard of inner child everybody knows what the ego is we all have different definitions of it but when they realize that they can get in trust when they can pull that ego up and walk beside that ego side by side and get past these fears and these beliefs and all that other stuff what people uh, i notice that people they think of as an ego as a negative thing and yeah. ego is not a negative thing. You wouldn't be able to live without your ego. Absolutely. And, and I think people, but they put a connotation about and to what they mean. Well, that guy's really egotistical. Or, you know, they don't get the sense that ego is something, a part of you that needs to be addressed and given its power to. Yes. Yes. Our egos serve for basically two main purposes. One is it's our fiercest protector. And one, the other is that it's our worst critic so we've got that yin and yang of of the ego protector critic <laughs> all to keep us safe in the world that we live so the ego yeah. lives in the conscious mind which is the world we live in and that's to keep us safe so yeah the ego needs its due <laughs> yeah so jack um gina sorry and how do you perceive that and any little well, tips you can give in 
Jackie and I do a lot of work the same way. We just go about it in a little different. Um, and I notice the more I work with Jackie, the more I we like roll over the same things into our work. We get different ideas off of each other. But I've been doing lately um, what I call an inner child journey. And I, I really enjoy doing this um, with clients too for people who have really struggled with a lot of their belief systems early on and we go start very early on when those belief systems start and I actually have my client do the work for this even though I'm an intuitive healer this is where they're very hands-on they're very involved with me and we go through the different times in their life where, that were very critical for them where they made choices where they and we go through and do healing on each one of those parts and we actually give that ego that inner child exactly what she needed then and, um, you know, giving her those parts of love, giving her that acceptance, giving her those, you know, whatever it is that she needed through those different parts of her life and allowing those parts to heal and move on. And um, I love doing that because I'm like, see, she needs, you need that ego as your friend. She's your courage. Um, she's your get up and go. You want to get yourself out of bed. That's a good way to get it done. Like <laughs> you know, what we don't need is to be adults and throwing tenter tantrums in the middle of the room because you're not the one getting all of the attention, you know? So it's just working <laughs> those different areas and learning to work with her instead of against her. And I'm calling ego her, but that's okay. Um, you know, him, her, whatever, however that works. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, interesting this, because this is the first time I've ever interviewed you and Jackie and I work together a lot similar ways that you do. And so I, I kind of know a lot. I'm not going to mean to uh, not talk to you, Jackie, in a moment, but uh, I want something from Gina right now. <laughs> I just want to know a little bit about maybe, you know, the people out here, they really love little stories. You know, we talk about people, we never name them, we never do any of that. So, but there's, there's always a little story somewhere back that shows people what you can accomplish. Do you have some of those? <laughs> I do. I'm like, oh, which one? Um. <laughs> Hmm, let's see here. Um, well, I, yeah, okay. I'm like, okay, I can do that. I'm like, which one? That took a hot minute, man. You should have worked <laughs> on that. Um, um, there's, there is a lady that I've been working with, and when she first, um, when I first met with her, um, she had, she had really struggled. You know, she had struggled with um, drugs. There was just a lot of, um, abusive situations, things that were going on. And um, she's been one that has committed herself to a once a month um, clearing um, with me, which is so awesome when they do that. I love it when they tap in and like really dedicate themselves to, to doing the, the work for themselves and not just one here and one there, but really just tapping in and dedicating. And, and I have watched her go from the, the person who, um, blamed the world for her problems. You know, everything else was everyone else's problem. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my mom or my dad or to, you know what, this is who I am. I will stand in my power. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take responsibility for where I've been and not complain about where I've been, be grateful for where I've been, but step into a new light a new way of being because of all of this ego work, because of all of the, the changes and the belief systems and the things that we've been able to go through and work through for her. So yeah, there is, I have many stories. Like that's why I was like, I had to think about that because I, um, you know, I teach classes too. And I watch people go through that process as well of stepping out of that, being afraid and stepping into the light and going, you're right. 
I can do this and I can step into this and I will do what I need to do. So, so. the first change is getting them to take responsibility from Absolutely. what I heard that. Yeah. Number one. Like, <laughs> Number one. Because yeah. blame is such a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will tell people, I can't help you if you're going to blame the world for your problems because you have to understand that as of today, you need to accept that every decision, every place that you have been, everywhere that you have gone is because of something that you have decided to do. And if you cannot do that, then you're probably not ready to do the healing work. Awesome. Jackie, what do you, what do you say about that? I would agree with Gina 100%. Um, people need to, we all need to take responsibility. So when we go from uh, living in, um, living in the negative, living in shame, living in blame, living in anger, frustration, whatever it is, the only the point at which we can start to heal is when we take responsibility for that. Now, I'm not saying that that things in the outside world don't influence us and don't happen to us. Yeah. But it's our responsibility to take accountability for how we reacted, how we acted, the belief systems that we've lived in, the patterns that we've lived in, the fears that we've developed, all of those things. So I agree with Gina 100%. If you're yeah. not at that point... But most of the time when people come to see us, they're at that point, and yeah. that's why they're here. They're here because they've reached the point where they, they can no longer live with what they've got going on. So ultimately, when I say that uh, blame is, you know, not a, not a very good thing to do, it just doesn't help you in any way. Uh, it's not the same as taking responsibility, just stopping the blaming. There's much more to it but than that. But that's good. A good start is when you can stop blaming um, and just start to say, well, what I, it's, it's my forte to do the, change this. If I want to be better, it's me that's got to do it, right? So, so I think to the wonderful thing that you guys do in the end is giving the client that whole um, healing power themselves. That's yes. really all we really do, isn't it? You know, <laughs> the power to them because now they've they've t decided that they can take the power, right? And, and because ultimately, if they walk in here and they just want you to wave that wand, no matter who you are and how good you are, it's not going to happen. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't get very many of those. People are starting to understand, or maybe it's just the people that come to me are starting to understand because I only draw them now so much. Is uh, if I used to have, when I first started doing the work, I used to have people come that were just like, fix me, please. And, and nowadays, I decided that was much too hard work. <laughs> so i said it to you know universe send me so are you guys have done probably gone through the similar sort of thing mm -hmm. i think it's called burnout <laughs> healer burnout so that is when you step over that line and you decide that you're going to fix that it's your responsibility to heal everybody and it's a huge burden that we place on ourselves as healers because that's what we're here for we're here to help and heal but there's also that, that thing that, that we have to kind of reflect back on ourselves and realize that as healers, we need to spend as much time on ourselves, if not more time than we spend on our clients because we're healing ourselves and we're providing healing services and support for everybody that comes to us. 
But you're right, Inez, it's, it is starting to kind of weed down. People are starting to, um, they're starting to get it. They're starting to wake up to the idea. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a, a change in frequency or vibration, but I, I used to get that as well. Can you just fix me? Sure. <laughs> and you know, you, I'm sure you got the same. Um... You know, I, I did when I started out. I, I noticed, though, for me, it was a lot of, um, I would get a lot of clients who, had some of the same issues that I did. And as I started healing myself even more, it took care of a whole lot of that because it just took care of that, that needy energy of places that I needed to heal. So, um, yeah, I don't get that as much anymore. People who, you know, and I didn't mean to speak so, so rash before, if you're not ready to take your responsibility, you know, but most people who show up with me now are ready to, they're questioning why, they can't get out of the mode that they're in. And once you offer them that hope and say, well, look, let me show you why it's like, Oh my gosh, the light bulb just like turns on. Oh, I get it now. Okay. And they, and they're able to step into that power of realizing that they are in control and they can control their life and they can make decisions and it's okay to do that. So. And there's also this whole thing about um, they think they're giving up control to you when you're doing the mediumship or when you're doing hypnosis, whatever. They always think they're giving their power away, which is just the whole, just the opposite. Because when we come, the kind of healing we do, it may be all slightly different, but what we are doing is for them, for their outcome, and they need to do the work to get there with you. They don't, it's not, it's in their power, not your, just yours, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they have to be willing to accept the work too as yeah. well. If they're not willing to accept it, it's, um, and, but most people are at that point. That's not usually a problem, but um, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's a little head game that we play with ourselves and fight afterwards and yeah. we got to take care of that. And So this is kind of, to us, it seems simple. But for them, for people out there, especially when there's, this is brand new stuff to them sometimes. And to, you know, it's a big thing to change their mindset about something like that. So um, just that we're saying you're responsible for number one, which is yourself. <laughs> so, and, and many healers do take on the world and they usually burn out. We talk about the burnout and that's because that's, so that isn't helpful. So any healers out there that are listening, remember yourself also. Please take care of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The world needs you. Take care of yourself, please. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, in the world today, it's not just with healers. It's with everybody, especially um, I'm not picking on women. I'm just saying, especially women who are told they're supposed to be the super mom. They're supposed to do everything for everyone. And they end up with disease, right? They end up with fibromyalgia chronic pain syndromes, all yada, 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 yada. And it's because they've forgotten to give themselves the usual oxygen first. And so, you know, there's sometimes you cannot take on the whole world. And I'm putting that out there for people who do that. And it's not that it's a bad thing, well-intentioned, but uh, it's harming you. So understand that you'll do much better if you are not in harm so much anymore and the other persons will have much better help from you in the end. You know, and as I have a saying is that I'm not everybody's medium and I'm not everybody's healing healer, nor can I be. So, you know, there's, there's lots of people out there in the world understand that 
and know that you can be the very best for those people that you can be the very best for, but you also need the very, the very best for yourself first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's always the first thing. So um, we're for clients that come to you. What is, it's always um, when you're doing the inner child work, is it, it's very a strong change in a person, right? They, because that's your starting at the source of where those things started developing. And so that inner child is well alive inside you, right? And that's what people don't always remember. Then they think, well, why did I have that? It was just like a tantrum I had, right? <laughs> why did I get so mad at that? That made no sense to me. And if you're sort of getting your buttons pushed all the time, it's going to show up in your face. If they start showing up in your face, please go get some help. <laughs> that's what we're here for <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah and you know it, it doesn't necessarily have to be us i mean obviously we're open come on in but uh you know you need to have a rapport with the person like gina says she's not everybody's healer jackie's the same i'm the same i'm not everybody's only and so look around see what feels right to you what serves you what all that yeah. stuff right and well, I was given the gift of challenge, and as and when I when I have people come to me and they say I got this problem going on, I have two questions for them. You know what you don't want, how you don't want to live. Yeah. What do you want instead? Yeah. And I just leave it at that and walk away. I'm very upfront about that because it's up to you to decide. Mm -hmm. Make the choice for yourself. What do you want instead? Yeah. Of the same, or do you want change? Yeah. So, and you know, the whole topic of change, of course, is that people say, oh, my God, what if it changes to something I don't like? <laughs> <laughs> then you say, well, you know, you can just change it. And exactly. guess what? It's break time again. Okay, we'll see you on the other side. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show, Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to our last segment already. The show always just goes fast. People say, oh, I got an hour. What am I going to fill it with? Oh, my God. (laughs) So uh, what I really want to get you on now is just giving them some uh, heads up, especially with uh, the way things are now. Things are going to open up again and relatively not too long from now, I don't think. I don't know exactly, but it'll be just a little bit of what we might need to address for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go first, Tina, or should I, I'll go first? Go ahead, Jackie. So we've got pandemic going on. About 50-some days ago, we were told to go into our homes and, and hide there, basically. Um, they didn't say it like that, but that was the message. Go and hide. Don't go near your loved ones. Don't go near your friends. Don't interact with other people. And so now all of a sudden we're moving towards reopening society and starting the motor again. And a lot of people are terrified. There's already people who are terrified. They're living in anxiety. They're living in fear. They're living in a lack of knowledge and understanding. Um, And many people are also living in a lack of compassion for themselves and for others. And so when we do finally start to function as a normal society, if that's what you want to call it again, there's going to be a lot of social anxieties. There's going to be a lot of depression. There's going to be a lot of people who have lost a lot, a lot of things. So work, their homes, their livelihoods. Um, there's many, many, many things going on. Um, and that is causing trauma. So we always hear about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, Inez and I were talking one day, and actually what it is right now is present time stress disorder. And it's going to continue to um, hinder your life as you move forward. There's people who are always going to look back on this time with anxiety or anger or fear. And so moving forward, it's okay. But please, please don't bottle that energy up. Reach out Use your voice, reconnect to that part of you that is that strong power within, and use that voice impactfully to speak your truth, how you feel, how you've been impacted by it in a positive way. Listen to others if you are available for that. But while we're still in all of this, spend less time on social media, spend less time listening to the news. I read an article today about how people have just stopped They've stopped living. And I think about this time and I think about all of the growth and all of the learning and all of the, all of the things that I've done for myself because the universe put this in the way for me to do that. And I know that there's people out there that have done that as well. And that's fantastic, but there's people who are stuck. So reach out, reach out to people like Gina who are intuitive, reach out to myself or Inez who are work with intuitive healing in just different ways. There's many, many people out there who are ready, willing, and able to help you to propel yourself forward in positive ways so that you can look back on this time and not be stuck in it for the rest of your life. Yes. 
So I, I think that's really true. And Gina, I think that you uh, have some thoughts about that too, might be slightly different because if we each put it out and maybe people will get it from the right, right. The right words, the right whatever it is. And even <laughs> if you're repeating something, don't, don't be concerned. Uh, well, and I, I think a lot of the way Jackie does too, I was also thinking I'm adding on what she's saying here because so um, I was also thinking as she was talking, now is the time to, for me, fear is a, is a big thing and it, it hinders a lot of people in their life. And if we run scared all the time, we're not getting anywhere. At least that's how I have felt about it. And, and you can either live in that love or you can live in that fear. And you can choose to be scared to death of it. Or you can choose to look at it as what am I supposed to learn from all of this? What am I needing to get from all of this? And, and I even looked at my experience during this COVID, you know, the whole situation, the economics part of it, you know, and, and you can tap into that media part and be terrified and be full of anxiety, or you can tap into your own intuitive senses and go, okay, so what is it that I need to get from this? What can I do to help my family now? What can I do to help myself now? And, and not feed into all of the frenzy of the crazy outside energy that is going on right now. Um, for me, I've pretty much disconnected from social media because my my sensitive self can't handle all of that, and mm -hmm. it's not needed. It's 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 not needed. It just causes us more anxiety and more stress. And I'm not saying you shouldn't know what's going on or you shouldn't, you know. There's you know if you got your local news that you can tap into once a day, fine, do that. But shut it off the rest of the time, you know. Yeah. Tap into more positive areas in your life so that it doesn't create all of this anxiety because that anxiety really is the what if and what's going to happen and and it's out of control and I can't deal with it. And if you can step back from that just a little bit, and if you need help, for heaven's sakes, go get it. Go find a counselor. Go find a healer. Go find somebody that you can trust to help you during I think there's time. quite a few free ones available at this time. Start somewhere. Start you know. somewhere. Get some help. Don't yeah. set in your depression and, and kick yourself a year later because you're now you're really in a big hole and, you know, whatever has happened during this time. Nothing cannot be taken care of. There is nothing that cannot be fixed. And I know we pound this to death nearly, but with people is that they have the choice. They, they can choose. And the choosing may not make them right, all better right away, but the choice is movement. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that first step is made by choice. And after that, you you just, uh, there's all kinds of things you can do. There's self-help books. There's There's people that are doing free stuff. There's everything and then if you really start to connect with a different person i mean um people that come to me it's because they've connected online you know seen websites or whatever but that's start doing some searching for what's going to intuitively feel good to you absolutely yeah. take so the step. just take the step all you have to do. Before we run out of time today, I want to talk about both of your books. So, um, ja Jackie, I know you're on the verge of doing another one, but uh, let's talk about the first one first, and then we'll get <laughs> Gina to talk about her first one. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Gina and I do many things together, and last year we did a book writing journey together. We decided pretty much at the same time we were going to write books. And they were both they were both different books. So my book is called, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the Burned Out Healer. So it's a healer's path to, um, um, pardon me, it's reconnection to self and trauma release. Didn't do that very well, but anyway, that's what the book's called. So I 
And it goes through, um, it, it goes through basically what a session of, of hypnosis is with me. So what, what, what is all involved when I'm working with clients and it, it really lends to the holistic nature of it. So the, the problem didn't happen today. The problem happened however long ago, and it has compounded on itself to the point where you're now sitting in my chair with me. So the book talks about trauma. It talks about release, but it also talks about reconnection to that deepest part of us. So that what I call the self and the self is um, it, it's that connection between our humanness and the soul within us. And the self is the place where we get our confidence, our bravery, our understanding, our love, our connection, all of those things. And when we have trauma, those things are disconnected. So the inner child is, is kind of, pulling out all the connections with regard to self because the inner child is also part of that self. So my book talks about how to overcome, how to um, understand what it is and why it's not just one thing that's causing the problem. So that's what my book is all about. And it's coming out. It will be available um, on June the 20th, which is the summer solstice this year. So summer solstice is going to be awesome. You got your summer reading list? My book will be right at the top, right? <laughs> Good presentation. <laughs> okay, Gina. Well, I'm so excited for Jackie because I've been wait- I'm like, come on. I'm like been pulling her along. Get this book out there. My God. Like people need to read what you have to say. So I have to thank Jackie. She's really kicked me in the butt to um she's the one that said yes we can do this we can do this book we can you you have something to say too so um i've actually wanted to write a book for about five years now and with jackie kicking me in the butt mine's done so mine was out um mine was out november um first i think of last year is either the first or the second isn't that i can't remember but my book is um it's called the fear breakthrough i actually have one here i had to change rooms real quick before we started but it happened to be in my room so it's called the fear breakthrough i know that's kind of so it's my journey um of embracing spirit and so it's my mediumship journey and i um was born um this way um, I guess you would call it a natural, but it, this is not. This has been anything but natural for me through all the years. So, you know, it's just been the last 15 years or so that I've really embraced the spiritual side of myself and done that healing for myself. So, my book is my journey um, through embracing that. Um, I actually lost um, my brother in 1991 to suicide, and he has been my um, biggest um, cheerleader on the other side in the spirit world. So, he's actually the one that has kind of forced me to step into this, encouraged me, I will say, to step into this world of spirit, to the woo-woo side of life, because that's what I call it. But I love my woo-woo side now, and I'll keep it um, forever. But um, anyway, so and in my book, it also talks about ways to step into if you are um, sensitive to spirit, things that you can do, things to help yourself learning to open and close and shut your energy off to all the world, because we don't need to be open 24 you see on TV. I don't care. We're not, Jackie and I are not healers. Either are you in this 24 hours a day. My, and, and, you know, closing our energy off and giving our bodies time to heal is important. So all of that's in my book. Um, there's very, I've been told, geez, Gina, those are practical ways, easy ways to learn to step into mediumship. And that's what I wanted it to be was not only about my journey, but helping other people along their journey. So sounds really good to me uh, so uh, we have another four minutes so we either can um, 
tell some stories or we can give them some more practical, whatever you choose, you get to pick. So grab a couple minutes each and do what you want with it. <laughs> well, um, I, I'll talk a little bit about one of the things that I really love to do with people who are super open um, and that's called hypnomediumship. So um, as a medium, um, when people come to me for a medium reading, what I serve literally as is kind of that medium, that petri dish between them and their loved ones on the other side, so the other side of the mind. And um, basically with hypnomediumship, once I have somebody into hypnosis, they can then connect themselves to the, to the loved ones that, that are on the other side and get the messages themselves. Um, and however that shows up, so some people see, some people just know, sense, or feel. But to them, it is priceless because it takes me out of the equation. Again, my judgment isn't there. I don't have to guess. I don't have to try and figure things out. And that's one of the things that I really love to do. And that's only with certain people. Not everybody's open to that. So that's kind of one of the things yeah. that I love to do. So I'll turn it over to Gina real quick. You know, one of the things that I love to do is actually teaching mediumship. So I, I teach mediumship to people. So it's so fun to watch people realize, oh, my gosh, I can tap into that and I can get information like and and learning to take that part of it. So, you know, I enjoy that part of I do a lot of teaching on the side. Um, you know, I'm probably about 50 50 in my work and um, I love teaching. I have two sides of it. I love teaching it and I love doing it. So. Um, you know, my story is probably my healing story through all these years. I wouldn't take back where I've been, not for one minute. And, um, you know, I have great people like Jackie in my life and I've been able to meet Inez. And, um, so it's been a, it's been a good journey. So, and the um, journeys are always different for each and every yeah, person. And I, are. I've known quite a few journeys of other people and they're, it's astounding to me how it, you know, somebody will say, well, this is how I felt. Well, this isn't in the other, that's how the other person had the journey. It's all about your own journey. And that's what we like to talk about. We either with uh, Jackie and I tend to use hypnosis to tip that in. And, and you know what? This is hypnosis everywhere. And guess what? What Gina does is still part of hypnosis. <laughs> We're bypassing the critical factor of the conscious to get to what they need. And that's the, I got that in at the end, so they can't argue too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they're smiling yet, so they, they're agreeing. <laughs> but, you know, this show is coming to an end. And we're next week. I'm not really quite sure. It might just be me and Martin again. Because I'm, I'm just in throes of making sure that the person I had set up there is going to show. But uh, you know what? Worst comes to worst, all you have to do is listen to me again. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. And thank, thank you, you so much, both of you, Gina and Jackie. Thank you that so much. That was a much. great, great thing. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it a lot. Honored to be here. Thank you. Okay. So bye, everybody. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.